Welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Joe, and each week I will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance, entrepreneurship, and women in business. As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life, and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly, and it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Hello and welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I recently had this epiphany when I was on my sales and social mastermind with Jillian Murphy. She's my sales coach and absolutely amazing. If you do check out her program, tell her I sent you. She had a guest speaker on her mastermind recently whose name is Adrienne Weimer, and she was teaching us all about how to use LinkedIn for business and that it is a total professional platform. It's the platform that people are using for business leads, for business connections, and networking. And we all know this, but I just... You know, I had this weird mental block about using LinkedIn for business because I was like, oh, well, I'm not in corporate anymore, so I shouldn't be on LinkedIn. All of my leads are going to be on Instagram because that's where self-employed professionals hang out. And I was totally wrong. So I had been growing my LinkedIn while I was in corporate, and I honestly haven't really touched it since I left in January 2020 before the pandemic. And what I realized was that I have this entire network that is completely untapped of professionals that not necessarily are my my ideal clients, some of them definitely are, but people that they know are in my ideal clients. And one of the things that I learned about LinkedIn is that the algorithm is really forgiving and favoring to people that show up at all. You don't even have to be posting regularly. Your content doesn't have to be flashy and catchy like it does on Instagram. You don't have to be constantly trying to keep up with the newest trends like reels and, you know, dancing videos and things like that. So what I love about LinkedIn is you can kind of use it like a combination of Facebook and Instagram where you can just post an idea or a thought or like a status, so to speak. So it's just just text and people can engage, you can ask questions. And a lot of people do that. So you can share a piece of knowledge, you can share something that was a client win recently, or purely value add to your audience. And you can ask a question at the end that when the people start to engage on that post, then it will then push out your post to their entire network. So then all of a sudden, there's more eyes on you and people are like, oh, that's kind of a cool post. So one of the things that I learned was that only 1% of active users on LinkedIn actually post once a week. So your content has a much higher ability to reach your people and, and your network and their network because so few people are posting and so few people are adding valuable content. It's like this entire untapped market. And people have been saying to me when I've been telling them that I've been starting to use LinkedIn that 
they just don't understand it. They don't know how to use it. They know that they're completely underutilizing it and, uh, or should put more energy into it, but then they just never do. And that's kind of exactly the same thing that I said previously. So I want to share with you a couple of the tips that I have learned, uh, from the guest speaker on my sales mastermind, but also some of the things that I have been experimenting with since about a week ago that about a week and a half ago that I've been sort of actively using it. And I actually replaced the app on my home screen. So I got rid of Instagram and I hid Instagram and I replaced it with LinkedIn because you know how, when you open your phone in the morning, your default is like, just tap Instagram. You've got it right on your home screen. You go into it, you sit and scroll for half an hour. And then you're like, Oh, I feel worse after spending half an hour on Instagram. I learned nothing. I feel like I'm not doing enough, like I'm not good enough, like I need to be doing more, whatever. I don't feel that way at all with LinkedIn. With LinkedIn, I see really inspirational content, something that are little nuggets of information that you can learn from. People are genuinely engaging in each other's content and they're not leaving hateful, rude, you know, keyboard warrior type comments, they're genuinely engaging for networking and business purposes. So it's a totally different market. It's a totally different, honestly, like level of people. I was hearing that a statistic that the average person that is active on LinkedIn is earning over 100k a year. And the average person that is using Instagram for business is earning only 30k a year. So that's a huge difference when we talk about buying power and where your ideal client sits. So if you want to start targeting more clients that have the ability to pay for your services or your business, then LinkedIn is absolutely it. And there's no right or wrong way to do it. The best thing to do is just start and just try and maybe spend a little bit of time upgrading your profile. And I'll talk about a a few things that I learned about recently in terms of upgrading your profile. So let's begin with your profile. And I'm, I've got my LinkedIn open. So you might hear me clicking around so that I can make sure that I'm talking about things relevantly while I'm recording this podcast. So when you go into your profile, what a lot of people do is firstly, they don't have a current or professional photo of themselves. They have something that is too far away and, you know, can't really see their face with LinkedIn. You want your profile photo to be a headshot or something close up where you can actually see who you are. So no sunglasses, not heavily filtered, not heavily edited. That's not the vibe of LinkedIn at all. So either a professional headshot, something that really resonates with you as your as a person and your brand. Then you want to have you want to change your banner photo. So LinkedIn default banner is this sort of gray blue banner. You can use an app like Canva to go in and custom create your own banner. And it's so easy to use. If you haven't used Canva, you can create all different kinds of things. And with the banner, what I found is that the really engaging banners have your contact information front and center. So whether it's your website, your email address, I've got my podcast in there. And then I've also got the link to my Calendly Uh, discovery call. So people can just straight up see how to get in touch with me as soon as they land on my profile. Also in my banner photo, I also have one sentence. So who knows, I might change this sentence periodically, but what I have is in bold right above my photo is I talk about money, relationships, effective communication, and other taboo subjects. Connect with me and reach out if you resonate with my content. I love meeting people like you. And then underneath that, I've got a little 
not a button, but it's like a fake button that I made in Canva that says follow. And it's got a little hand with a click so that people, when they land on my profile, they can be like, oh, I don't necessarily need to connect with her, but I can follow her and see what she talks about. So then you get into the header and the headline is where most people put their job title. So they put CEO, accountant, you know, executive, blah, blah, blah. But what I learned is that your profile photo, your name and your headliner travel with you for every single thing that you interact with on LinkedIn. So what a lot of people are doing now is they're putting in their headliner because it's up to 220 characters. So you've got a lot of space there. They're putting in who they help and what they do and potentially a call to action. So what I've written, and this is by no means perfect, is, so it obviously says my name, Sandra Joe. then it goes, financial coach for ambitious women and couples. So that's the first thing that people see when they see my name pop up when I'm engaging in other people's content. Then I have a little emoji just to separate the text, which is just like me in a suit, or, you know, a girl in a suit. And then it says, I show them how to create financial security, improve their spending and saving habits, and invest for their dream life. Then I've got a microphone emoji, host of the Make That Money Honey podcast. So that's my headliner, financial coach for ambitious women and couples. I show them how to create financial security, improve their spending and saving habits, and invest for their dream life, host of the Make That Money Honey podcast. So then below that, I've turned my profile on to creator mode. So you can scroll down and there's an area that says uh, creator mode. And then you toggle the little thing to say, turn on. So I've turned that on. And then you can choose up to five topics using hashtags to explain what you talk about. So on my profile, it says talks about personal finance, women in business, financial literacy, relationship coach, and women entrepreneurs. So I wanted to touch on different topics there that are all connected to what I do, but not too similar to each other. I guess the two that are the most similar would be like personal finance and financial literacy. But then I want to talk about relationships because I do a lot of that coaching in my actual coaching with private clients because so many people that I work with are couples. They want to learn how to communicate about money better. They want to learn about how to get their goals aligned, how to get their spending aligned and start creating their dream life. So I do a lot of that sort of relationship coaching stuff. Then I work with a lot of female entrepreneurs on understanding their pricing strategies, understanding how to create revenue and actually profit within their businesses. So I definitely want to have women entrepreneurs and women in business, because to me, those are two separate things. Women in business is sort of all encompassing and can talk about people that are either in their own business or in the corporate life. So that's what I've got there. Then I've got my location, which is Vancouver, BC. Then underneath it, I've got my website, which is sandrajoe.com forward slash links, because I don't just want to send them to my website. I want to send them to my website and my links page so that they can immediately see all the different ways to connect with me. So when I click on my links page, the order that I've got my links is book a call prospective clients. The next button down is book a call business connections. So that's obviously different. Then I've got website, my coaching programs, make that money, honey podcast, LinkedIn, 
Instagram and join my email newsletter. So those are all my links. But this links page is not on Linktree or whatever other platform. It's actually on my website. So I've created buttons on my website. So if they land on this links page, they're already going to be on my website. And at the header, they can click into different things like programs, homepage, about me, blah, blah, blah. So I'm driving them to my website. I'm getting them off LinkedIn and also showing them all the ways that they can connect with me. Okay. Jumping back into LinkedIn. Now I'm going to scroll down and there's the analytics. You can obviously see how many people have viewed your profile. I've recently turned on the, or activated the premium plan with LinkedIn because I want to see what capabilities it has. And there's a whole bunch of learning resources. It also allows you to see who has viewed your profile. And this is super helpful if you are wanting to reach out and connect and find other people that are interested in your content and maybe aren't connecting with you or people that are in your network that have come back into your circle and they're starting to look at your stuff again. So then you can always send them a message and be like, hey, it's so nice to see your face pop up. Like, how are things going for you? What's new in business? Or just genuinely start a conversation. And one of the other statistics that I really loved about LinkedIn is that the reply rate on LinkedIn is one of the highest out of any form of communication. It's higher than email. It's higher than Instagram. It's higher than any like Facebook, all of that, because it's a professional networking platform. So people get that message and they're like, oh, crap. Like the ball's in my court now to reply. So they genuinely want to reply and they will think of something engaging to reply. You're not getting these creepy DMs. You're not getting weirdos being like, hey, I love your pics, blah, blah, blah. You're like, hey, I love your content. I really enjoyed your most recent podcast about XYZ. And then you can just genuinely start a conversation. And this is the best way of creating genuine conversations with people across all different industries, because it's not about them being your ideal client necessarily, but they might know somebody in their network that is your ideal client. And if you spend five minutes genuinely engaging with them and explaining what you do, talking about what they do, asking questions, getting them to open up, like everybody likes being seen, heard, and understood. So if you start asking them questions and getting to know their business, then they're obviously going to reciprocate and do the same about you. And they might say to you like, Hey, I love what you're doing. I actually think I know somebody that would really benefit from your services. How is the best way to get for them to get in touch with you? And then you can say, Oh, you know, do an email introduction. Here's my email, or here's my Calendly link to book a connection call, whatever. So then you scroll down and you go into the resources area and the resources area is where you can turn on creator mode. So I've recently turned that on, as I mentioned, and then I have scrolled down into the the next section, which is featured and in featured. This is really cool. I didn't know anything about this before, but if you click the little pencil button, uh, you can edit that and you can see your different links and you can you can directly add links in there with whatever content you want. You can add a thumbnail over it. And that link can either be to your website. In my case, I put it to my podcast. I've got one that goes directly to my programs page. I'm going to create a couple more links over time with um, my email newsletter, which I'm going to start creating within LinkedIn, which you can do. And you can repurpose all of this content across your website, your blog, 
your email newsletter, your Instagram, whatever. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel for all these different platforms. It might just be that you use a different method of delivery. So it might be an email newsletter, but then you copy and paste the content from your email newsletter into a caption, for example, on a photo. So you don't have to think of like millions of different kinds of um, content pieces if you're writing your own copy and things like that. So the featured tab is really cool. So I've got my programs page there with a photo of two of my clients who are laughing and it's one of my favorite photos. And then I've got the link to my podcast. And like I said, I'm going to add a few more things there. Then you've got your activity section. And this is where it shows anything that you have done recently on your page. So anything that you've shared, any posts that you've uploaded, anything that, you know, maybe it's a email newsletter that you're sharing to your feed, if something like that, then you go into your about section. So I like to think of the about section as kind of like a pseudo cover letter. It's where you would explain who you are and what you do You can either talk in first person or third person. So if you say like example, Sandra's passion for education coupled with her entrepreneurial spirit has led her to create a unique business and career path as a financial coach. So that's my opening line. As a former certified financial planner, she saw a gap in the financial advice market for millennials and the younger generation of wealth creators to improve their financial literacy. Sandra coaches her clients on how to improve their relationship with money and create solid goals with an associated action plan in order to achieve their dream life. See, I don't even remember writing this. I wrote this so long ago, but I was like, oh, reading it just now on the podcast. I was like, oh, it's not so bad, actually. (laughs) So um, anyway, so you can go in and I've written it in third person. You can write it in whatever, um, you know, voice you want to you want to write it in. But it's important here to really hook people in the first paragraph and explain who you are, what you do and why you do it. And then you can go into who you serve, who's your ideal client, and then a bit of your background. So your credibility, any awards that you might've won, anything, any magazines or things that you've been featured in and blah, blah, blah. So then you go save and then you scroll down and then that's where you put your experience and making sure this is up to date, making sure it explains who you are, what you do and who you serve. And going back, I personally have all of my experience there because there are some places that I've worked where have very different skills from some of my other jobs. For example, I was a business development manager for this fintech company in Brisbane. I was doing their, what I don't even know what you call it. Like I was finding clients for them in their Canadian arm when they were reaching out and expanding into Canada. So that's obviously puts me in front of a totally different group of people as well, because fintech is a whole other beast. So then it talks about my financial planning experience. People can look at that and see where I was working, financial planner, blah, blah, blah. Then we can go further back into when I worked at Lululemon and when I worked in hospitality, because sometimes people like to see that you've got varied skills and that you've worked in different industries, because it might show that you're good at sales, you're good at customer service or people management or communication or whatever it is. So I've got all of that on there. I've got that in my schooling. I have all my professional designations, obviously. And then I've also got when I did a Spanish program in Mexico, because I speak fluent Spanish as well. So really being up to date and just going through and just not overthinking it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just get it done. Just get something on there. You can always come back to it and update it again. But I think what a lot of people 
struggle with when it comes to LinkedIn is they think their profile has to be perfect before they start actually using it. And that is totally not true. Just start like anything, just get started. You can always chip away at it over time. You can always continuously update it. And the biggest thing is just really getting yourself comfortable with the platform and all of its capabilities. There's a ton of learning resources called LinkedIn Learning, and you can literally find free courses on like anything you want. You can even be a contributor to these courses if you consistently show up and actually get in touch with LinkedIn and do a course on one of your particular skills. And that gets your name out there to everyone on LinkedIn as well. So if they search personal finance or if they search how to grow your brand on social media or blah, 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 you could actually be a contributor to it rather than just a participant in LinkedIn learning. There's the email newsletters, which is something that I'm going to be starting soon. So if you if you do want to connect with me, it's just Sandra Joe on LinkedIn and you can join an email newsletter or you can write an email newsletter and it pushes it out to your whole network. But it also sends an email to everyone that you are connected with saying, do you want to subscribe to this newsletter? So there's like a whole training section in LinkedIn learning on how to use email newsletters, which was so easy to use. I find that anytime I try and learn anything on YouTube, I go down a rabbit hole and I waste hours just trying to find the right videos. But with LinkedIn learning, you can find everything at your fingertips. It's all professionally audited. So it's not going to be all this like cheesy ad pop ups and, you know, crappy people explaining how to do stuff. It's all like super professional content. So how to engage on LinkedIn is probably the last thing that I want to touch on. And that is really the thing that I've been working on the most over the last little bit. And I try not to overwhelm myself and engage with too many people at once because the thing with LinkedIn, as I mentioned before, is that people actually reply. (laughs) So if you get like 10 replies, then all of a sudden you're now in 10 conversations and that can be kind of hard to manage and get back to and authentically engage. So I try and engage with like three to five people a day. And then obviously once they reply, then getting back to them and engaging is not just sending messages, but it's just commenting on people's posts. And what they say with LinkedIn is that the algorithm favors people that use actual words in their comments, not like, Hey, nice post. It's you want to actually engage and create value in the comments because that will get other people's interest when they're reading your comments to then look at your page. So for example, I saw a post the other day and it said, these are my top five productivity hacks. What are yours? So then I wrote my top productivity hacks below and I had five people connect with me after that post because I was sharing something on that post, which was relevant to the post. It was giving value to their audience. Their audience was seeing it and they were like, oh, that's cool. I wonder who this person is. I should check her out. And so, you know, there's through the grapevine. Now I have access to this person's network, which has like 705,000 followers. So when you engage with people's pages who have big followings, you're going to get seen by so many new people who can then follow you and start to engage with your content as well. So it sounds like a lot of information. It sounds really daunting. But like I said, just if you want to get started, the best thing to do is just start. 
Don't get wrapped up in your profile being perfect. Don't get wrapped up in the wording or the graphics or whatever. Like just start somewhere and just start connecting with people. Start engaging on their posts because the algorithm assesses engagement the same as if you're sharing stuff yourself. So it's a very favorable algorithm. And just start learning. Like save this podcast copy the link and put it in your notes and come back to it or send it to a friend so you've got it in your message history or whatever. And once you start just chipping away at it, you'll be so amazed at how many people will start reaching out to you because in the last seven days that I've been actively using LinkedIn, I've had more leads and more connection calls booked into my calendar than I have in the entire three years that I've been on Instagram doing business. So that's just some food for thought, more leads and connections for business than I've gotten from Instagram in the last three years. So it's definitely worth it. Even if you're, you know, just a total beginner, just get in there, play around, add it to your calendar of things you want to do every day, spend 30 minutes playing around with LinkedIn, getting to know it, watching some videos and LinkedIn learning or whatever, and just go out there and give it a try. So I wish you guys the best of luck. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you know somebody that would benefit from learning about LinkedIn, please feel free to pass this on. And I would love a shout out on your stories if you guys uh, do listen to this and like it. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.joe. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey. 